Hi, welcome to the How Confidence Speaks podcast. I'm Sarah Fernandez, and today is a very special day. It is lunch day. Yay! <laughs> I am so excited that this day is here. I cannot believe it. I, I'm so ready to just dig right in and, and to teach you guys uh, how to become confident speakers, how to root your identities in Jesus, how to become confident through rooting your identity in Christ. It is so exciting to me. Um, and yeah, let's just get right into it. Hey friend, this is the How Confidence Speaks podcast. I'm Sarah Fernandez, follower of Christ, wife, boy mama, and public speaking enthusiast. (laughs) If you're done letting insecurities hold you back, if you want to become a confident speaker and presenter, but you just don't know how, and if you're ready to discover how an identity in Jesus can impact literally everything, well, have I got the podcast for you. Pop in the earbuds, drink up the coffee, because we're getting right into it. So I would love to preface with this. I created this podcast to help people become bold presenters and speakers wherever they find themselves. You know, the reality of the situation is that 70%, 70% of the population is afraid of public speaking. That fear is over the fear of death. Like, let that sink in for a second. People are more afraid to speak up in front of their peers than to die. How does that? It just baffles me. And so I realize that this is such a prevalent issue. And it's not just an issue in the sense of, oh, you know, I might not get promoted because... I'm just not comfortable speaking up in front of people. And so I'll just keep the job that I'm in now. I don't want it, you know, anything else. Uh, Or, you know, in the situation of, you know, oh, my grade is in jeopardy because I don't know how to present well. And my professor is giving me a really hard time. And so my grade is kind of failing. It's so much bigger than that, actually. It's the fact that if you are a Christian, You have been given a new identity in Christ. And so that should mean that we are bold in him. But the reality is, is that we're also very scared. We're also very nervous to speak up and to say the things that God has called us to say. And and that can't happen anymore. We can't let that happen. We have got a gospel to preach. We've got a kingdom to further. And so we have got to become confident in the Lord, in who we are in Him, so that we can speak up boldly. And I I think that this episode, uh, this first one ever, really is the catalyst for all that is to come in the, in the preceding episodes. I, I really believe that this one, uh, as we discuss how the gospel impacts our daily lives and how it affects us and everything, uh, that really will show us how we are to live how we can be bold, how we can uh, allow Jesus to really transform us into the people he's created us to be, to say the things he wants us to say. You know, I think it is so important. And and another thing that I want to mention is that we as believers are to kind of set the stage for what it looks like to be Christians to the world that doesn't know Christ. And so if we're also afraid to speak up, what does that say about us? 
No, we should be the ones that are so different than the world that they look to us and say, wow, you guys are really confident. Like, how are you not afraid to do the scary things? And we can say, well, because Christ has appointed us in these positions so that we can further his gospel. So if you are a, a, uh, if you are a leader in business, you have been given that opportunity to share the gospel, to further the kingdom in a way that no one else can, because no one else has your position. No one else has the skills that God has given you to do that. And so you need to be able to speak up boldly for him. You know, if you're a teacher, you have been given a position to, to help the next generation learn and know how to learn well and how to stand in truth and if you are a high schooler or a college student, you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, God is going to use me when I'm older. He's going to use me when my career is set, when my family is established. And to that, I say, actually, God can use you exactly where you are right now. He can use you in the environment that you're in. He can use you with the skills that you have. He can use you exactly where you're at. Nothing is is too hard for God to, to use, you know? So if you think age is, is going to hold you back or really hold God back, that's false. You know, he can use you in any way. And all you have to do is be open to it. Seek him and seek his will for you exactly right now, not just in the future. It can be easy to get caught up in what's to come, but what is he wanting to do right now through you? A lot of times we can get caught up in compartmentalizing our, our lives. Man, that's a hard word for me to say. Um, but yeah, we can get caught up in that and we start to kind of put everything in boxes. We put our relationship with Jesus in a box. We put work in a box. We put family in a box. And we just kind of do that when in reality, what we as Christians should be doing is that everything should be under the umbrella of our relationship with God. That should encompass all of it. And if that's the case, then that should impact how we go about everything in our lives. And so for today, this episode, I want to focus in on Ephesians and how the book, specifically in chapters 2, 4, and 5, can teach us how the gospel impacts everything within our lives. So the first point that I want to make is that we are to live for Christ, and it's only possible because of Him. In Ephesians 2, we're going to be starting in verse 3. We too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, and we were by nature children under wrath, as the others were also. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. Now to verse 8. For we are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. That should fill us with complete confidence and assurance because we know that it's not based on us anymore. We are not the ones going about life doing it for ourselves. Instead, we have been given the opportunity to have a restored relationship with our, our creator and be able to live for him. God uses us 
in this imperfect state that we're in as as sinful people in a fallen world. He uses us as vessels for his glory to show the world, yeah, he is great, he is great, he is God and he is good. And he is worthy of worship because look what he's done in our lives. He has changed us into who he created us to be. And so that means we don't have to sit in shame. We don't have to worry about, oh, what do they think of me? What are they going to think if I say this? What are they going to do if I do this? It does not matter because we are no longer living for ourselves. We are living for Christ. His opinion is the only one that should matter to us. Point number two is that we lean on him for strength. And the more we do, the more we we become like him. So we lean on him for strength. And the more we do, the more we become like him. Let's read in Ephesians 4, starting in verse 22. To take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness and righteousness and purity of the truth. This also should give us a sense of confidence because it means that we no longer are are living in our old selves. We do not have to carry the burdens of our failures, our, our weaknesses, our insecurities, or our shame. Instead, we can put on the new self. We can be be renewed in Christ. And that means that the closer we draw to him, the more we become like him, the more we become the people that he's created us to be. And, And we allow him to use us every moment because we are we are literally walking alongside God. And that is such an encouragement that should encourage us. All right, and finally, point number three, we are not to go through the motions. All right, let's read in chapter five, verse 15. Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise. All right, so yes, we lean on Christ for strength to live the life he's called us to. And we no longer live for ourselves because God has given us new desires and the ability to live for him. This means that we also cannot go through the motions. We can't just sit back and say, yeah, Jesus saved my life. All right, I'm going to keep going about life how I want to do it. No, the opposite needs to be true. We need to uh, integrate him into everything. We, we, he needs to be the one that we live through. He is the lens that we, we, we look through. That means that we are constantly in the word of God that we are constantly in community with other believers, that we are allowing the word to renew us and that we are praying. We are in constant communication with the Lord. Lots of constants, (laughs) but it's because we, we cannot sit idle. We cannot allow the world to just kind of pass us by and expect that we're going to be okay. Because no, we are still sinful people and we are living in a fallen world that does not love the Lord, does not know the Lord, and actually hates him. This is the same world that Jesus came and was crucified in, all right? So this means that we have to be so close to him so that we are not pulled away by deceitful things and and corruption. We instead are just constantly renewed in Christ. We are running the race well and seeking after the Lord in everything. You know, we should allow the gospel and we should remember it so much that it humbles us. We should allow it to transform how we view life because then because then we are able to uh, have a renewed way of interacting with people, a renewed way of 
presenting, a renewed way of doing business, a renewed way of teaching and raising kids and all of it. Everything should be renewed through Christ. So my challenge to you, friend, is that you would take the time to just sit and think about the impact that the gospel has made in your life and let that let that change you. Let that humble you. Let that uh, push you to praise God in every moment that he's given you on this earth. That is my challenge to you. I also encourage you to look into uh, the passages that we have read today, to look into it and read them in context and allow the word to renew your mind and fixate on things above and not things of this world and just focus in on the, on the good news of, of our God. I know we went through a lot today and I really hope and pray that this blessed you and if this did and you think that a friend would also be uplifted by it and encouraged by it, would you please send this to them so that they can listen too? That would be great. All right, until next time, see you soon. Hi friend, if this podcast episode blessed you or helped you in any way, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can also screenshot and share this to your Insta story. You can tag me at at sarahnicole.fernandez or share this episode with a friend if you think that it would bless them too. That's the best way you can help me out. I'm so thankful for you. Until next time, friend, God bless and remember to go after whatever he has for you today with confidence. Thank you.